the Transport Workers Union Local 513 podcast with Second Vice President Brian Parker is online and streaming. Take it away, Brian. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the TWU Local 513 podcast. Joining me again today is President Greg Cozy. Thanks for joining me again today, Greg. Thank you for having me, Brian. Absolutely. We've got a few things we need to catch up. We'll just call this another 513 update. We'll kind of go around and talk about a few things that's happened. The first thing, which obviously has an impact on our local, but is more of a system update with some changes that happened at the recent IEC and changes with the TW Air Division. Yes, uh, big changes. As you already know, Gary Peterson, International Vice President, was also the Air Division Director. Gary's been elevated now. He will become John Samuelson, the president of the International, his chief of staff. And Andre Sutton, who's actually still president of Local 502 out in L.A., he's been elevated to air division director. I want to offer a big congratulations to both of those gentlemen. They're very, very good at what they do and well-deserving of this recognition from the International. I would agree. They're both very qualified for the roles they're in and be a benefit to our local and to the entire organization. The next thing let's talk about is the fuelers that we represent. I know that you've been sitting with allied ownership, leadership, trying to negotiate a contract. Do you have any update on that? We had a date for October the 19th through the 21st, I believe, but we had to push it back because of some scheduling conflicts with allied leadership. So we will reconvene our negotiations with them on November the 2nd through the 4th. They will be traveling here to DFW so that we can start talking about the last couple of articles that we need to finalize. Most importantly, they're more about compensation, holidays, work rules, the grievance process, et cetera, et cetera. And moving from Allied Aviation on over to American, I know there's been some movement across the system in, in regards to the schedules. Can you shed a little light on what's going on? Yeah. So again, I always tell our members, if you're located in DFW or one of the 513 stations, you're obviously in a good place. American, just like all of the other airlines, are facing the challenges of lack of pilots, lack of crew availability, and in some circumstances, aircraft. But the schedule in DFW is very robust, at least in the future. We anticipate that we'll be adding flights after the first of the year in DFW, which is always good. We are also, of course, adding flights in Austin. Austin as you know, has grown leaps and bounds in the past 12 months, then the future is very promising there. Some of our downline stations will be losing a flight or two as the schedule fluctuates. Of course, that typically happens before the holidays and again after the holidays, so we'll see some flux going on in the scheduling after the first of the year and some of our downlines. Okay, I appreciate that update. Since you mentioned it, we'll just stay with DFW. What's going on with our facility maintenance and our GSE members? So GSE and facilities here, DFW and DWH, I want our members to know that we're still pursuing work over in the new facility that Stores has, which is, I think, north of Cargo, east. I'm, I'm directionally challenged, so it's by Cargo. The big building. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the new building by the little building at the big airport. But yeah, we're still seeking maintenance work there. We were told in a meeting about three weeks ago, that they would be outsourcing the maintenance there. I still have a presidential grievance that I filed on behalf of our members pursuing that work. So we will continue the pursuit of that grievance. We will file whatever grievances necessary to try 
to capture some work at that building. We believe that it's super important for us to capture as much work as we possibly can. Our members know that contractually, management has some abilities to outsource some work, but certainly, you know, the goal of this local is to try to capture as much work around DFW and DWH as possible. So we'll continue the pursuit of that. Okay, so you're going to notice a trend here. You mentioned cargo. Right. Do you have an update on cargo? Cargo is doing well. DFW cargo is doing well, actually. Despite the lack of wide-body aircraft and despite the lack of some international flights, our cargo numbers are pretty consistent, if not rising. So we've been handling between 700 and 800,000 pounds of cargo and mail per day. The number of delays, chargeable delays to cargo, has been very, very, very low. I think last month there was, if my memory serves me, there were two chargeable delays, and uh, we're on pace for the month of October to, to keep that number consistent. So our guys in cargo are knocking it out of the park. As they have been for a long, long time. So yes. they do great work. Yes, indeed. Okay. I know we got a vacation bid coming up. You want to go ahead and share some dates and any information you got? Yes, uh, the vacation bids uh, for all departments are coming around the corner. Contractually, they have to be done by November the 15th for fleet. And so as far as I know, the ramp bids will be done by uh, Bidding Hub. The vacation bid will be done by Bidding Hub. Still waiting on word for cargo and for our facilities and GSC members. But uh, the bids are coming up. I want to remind everybody that that day period, has already passed, so you should have already selected whether the number of days, weeks, etc., that you wanted to use in that for next year. And uh, so we should be moving forward with the vacation bid soon. As far as the ramp is concerned, I think a DFW ramp, we will start the vacation bid, I think, October the 24th. Okay, let's move on into the outstation update, and let's start with a place dear to your heart, Nashville, Tennessee. That is very true. So I'm very proud of what's going on in Nashville. We've seen a change in management. I'm not ashamed to say that this local pushed for that. We felt that past management was doing a disservice to our members there. And uh, we were very vocal about that. And so they do have a new manager in Nashville. Pleased to report that the numbers are turning around a bit in Nashville. Our bag scan numbers in Nashville are outrageous. They've gone from the high 40s, low 50s, to consistently in the 90s. To me, that's an indication that we're on the right track out of Nashville and that uh, our members are a lot happier, if, if I can use that term, about what the direction that Nashville is taking. So, of course, you know, like all stations, they have challenges with equipment and uh, some manpower issues, but for the most part, the numbers are trending in the right direction in Nashville. Okay, and while we're on Nashville, or let's just say Tennessee in general, there's a big event coming up on Saturday. Your Tennessee volunteers are undefeated. <laughs> and being from Alabama, I'm an Alabama Crimson Tide fan. Go Vols, go Vols, yes. So. Right. You don't want to put some money on this, do you? Well, I was thinking a, a steak dinner. <laughs> I'm a poor man, so we'll go to go to the Sizzler uh, Bonanza. Bonanza. <laughs> okay, well, it should be good. I just want to oh, yeah. get a little bit about your volunteers. Yeah, I, I really hate that we're going to have to defeat the number one team in the nation, but that's the way it goes. Well, your motto is go big or go home. That's right, so. brother. Good luck, brother. <laughs>
Okay, so let's move on down to uh, Austin, Texas. So I'm, I'm really pleased. I was in Austin a couple of weeks ago. Our brothers and sisters in Austin, they were doing some fantastic things there. As you know, American Airlines is the official charter service for the uh, University of Texas Athletics and also Jackson State University Athletics. And so our brothers and sisters in Austin did their first charter for UT football a couple of weeks ago. And I was honored to be there. Our members did a fantastic job getting that plane in and out, servicing the plane and everything. It was like clockwork. I was so proud of our guys and the job that we did servicing that charter. And at the same time, they were in the process of doing the interviews for the HCC operation. And there was just a lot of things going on that day. And uh, our guys handled that stressful day like complete professionals. So very pleased, very proud of our members and the, and the work that they did. Like I said before, Austin, over the course of the 12-month period, has grown leaps and bounds. They went from somewhere between 30 or 35 daily departures to over 70, and it was virtually overnight. Our guys, a lot of challenges. They don't have enough gate space and equipment issues and everything else. But again, you know, our guys just handled it like true professionals. I always talk about it in our, in our membership meetings and also at our new high classes about the fact that this is our craft. We should perform as professionals, consider ourselves professionals. And so never so, so pleased as to see how we performed in Austin and, and continue to perform. So, I couldn't agree more. Speaking of professionals, let's move to San Antonio. San Antonio, they are one of the downline stations that after the first year, they may see a fluctuation in their scheduling. But pleased to report that they did receive a couple of pieces of equipment. I think it was four jet vares and a new tractor. We're working to get them a new Huff pushback tractor. A lot of equipment issues there, but, you know, our guys are doing the job as best they can with the equipment and the resources that they have available. But again, true professionals, hardworking, dedicated members who want nothing more than to just be great. And uh, they're doing great things there. Okay, before we leave Texas, let's talk about Houston. Houston, of course, is an IAM station, but we do have TWU members there. We represent everybody in the association. And I'm probably jumping ahead a bit. I was in New Orleans yesterday, but I was telling the guys there, I said, look, you know, it doesn't matter whether you're a TWU member or an IAM member. TWU representatives are going to represent everybody equally. This is what we do. Same with Houston, same with New Orleans, Raleigh-Durham. Now, we have our representatives in those downline stations that just happen to be, you know, supposedly represented by our colleagues at the IAM. And we have our station chairman there. We have shop stewards there. We have our union presence there. And again, we're going to represent our members and, and anybody else under the association and under that contract with vim and vigor to the best of our ability. Okay, well, you uh, went ahead and covered all the downline. You didn't let me ask about New Orleans and Raleigh, but you covered that, so <laughs> I appreciate that. It's almost like you're a mind reader. I'm always jumping the gun, it seems. My apologies, nah, you're never yeah. jumping the gun. I know we're in an election cycle, and I want you to talk about the importance of our members getting engaged and voting. We are in the beginning of the elections. The officers, executive board, section chair, station chairman, it's important. You know, representation is obviously important for our members. We have to represent our members' contractual interests, and it's super important who you elect. We're not here to say 
who you should vote for, because the important thing is that you must vote. It's our democratic right, but more importantly, it's your way to exercise your voice, or your vote is your voice, regardless of what kind of election it is. And so you've got to get your voice heard. Another key point is that management, no matter whether it's American Airlines or Allied or Menzies Aviation, the properties where we represent, and it doesn't matter what location, management takes a look at those vote totals. They judge the uh, member engagement by it. And so if we have low voter turnouts, then management concludes that the members aren't engaged. And so it's really important. It's incumbent upon everybody to exercise that right and to vote. We've got to send the message to management that our members are focused and engaged in what's going on in our union. The quickest and easiest way to do that is by exercising your right. The ballots were sent out on October the 11th. You should turn them in as quickly as possible. They will be gathered at the post office, and everything is, of course, governed by Department of Labor regulations through the duly elected election committee. And then the votes will be tabulated on November the 8th. Once you get your ballot, it's really important. Fill it out, send it in, and have your voice heard. Extremely important elections coming up. Your vote is your voice. Absolutely. Okay, that's really all I've got to cover. But uh, as always, we'd like to clean it up, and you do a little bit of housekeeping, getting housekeeping items. Uh, Right now, the most important thing is to let our members know that the American Airlines enrollment period has already begun. You have until November the 4th to make your health care enrollment selections. We will have enrollers at the Yandry Center, which is located in DFW Airport, up until November the 4th, both management enrollers and TWU enrollers. For the first time, we will be sending TWU benefits coordinators to the outstations, and we have provided our outstation chairman with formal training on helping our members with their enrollment process. So we're really very focused on trying to provide the best assistance to our members pertaining to the enrollments. And of course, you'll see, and it's very controversial, but the reality of our world today is that uh, you will see that the cost of the benefits, overall packages have increased for the most part. And of course, management is saying that that's due to the effects of COVID, the cost, the rising health costs related to uh, COVID treatment, et cetera, et cetera. So those costs have gone up. And quite honestly, another somewhat controversial topic is the difference in cost between some of the IAM-related medical packages. While you'll see that one of their, I think it's the 80-20 plan that they have, it costs less than our, our plan. However, our plan covers more. And so I'll give an example. If you go to get a colonoscopy, that isn't covered under their plan, whereas that procedure is covered under our plan 100%. Well, women's care or prenatal care, another example where that is not covered under their plan and it's covered under ours. So while there may be some cost differences, there certainly are a lot of big coverage differences. And so uh, I just kind of want to get out in front of that because I know that in the past uh, year or so, that's been one of the controversial issues. And I just want to give the explanation before it gets out of hand. Good information. Anything else? Well, as always, I just want to remind our members that we're doing a fantastic job. I know that everybody has the challenges of the job as far as equipment and, and other issues, but constant reminders of the fact that we have to be mindful of each other. We are a family. 
You know, I always say we spend more time at work than we do with our own family sometimes. You know, I just want to put the reminder out that to treat people with respect. As I always tell people, don't take, you know, equipment that doesn't belong to you. Be mindful of the folks that we work around, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, just some of the basic housekeeping issues that we always talk about as far as PEDs and wearing your safety vest and et cetera, et cetera. But more importantly, how we treat each other. Very important that we be respectful and be mindful of each other. A senior clerks, I still consider myself a clerk. We have a responsibility to the newer clerks to kind of guide them along. And again, to our newer folks, please be receptive to some assistance and guidance as people try to offer it to you. It's just be mindful of each other. Well, Greg, I appreciate your leadership. I appreciate your friendship. And I'm really going to enjoy that steak dinner. Yeah. <laughs> you mean that hamburger? <laughs> anyway, let's go ahead and wrap it up for the day. I want to thank everyone for listening. Stay informed. As Greg says, make sure you exercise your right. Look at the ballot. Choose the right candidate. And uh, everybody have a great day. For questions and comments about today's podcast, please email podcast at TWULocal513.org. For more information about TWU Local 513, please visit www.TWULocal513.org. Music licensed by Pond5. Today's podcast was produced, engineered, and edited by Tommy Engel.